Welcome to PR Say, the podcast of the Houston chapter of the Public Relations Society of America. On PR Say, we spotlight our talented members and get to know each other a little better. If you are a PRSA Houston chapter member and don't get a chance to network as much as you'd like or are unable to attend our in-person events, here's your chance to connect with your fellow members. Welcome to PR Say. This is the podcast for the Houston chapter of the Public Relations Society of America. And I'm your host, Veronica Sofer with Veronica V. Sofer Public Relations. And I have the pleasure of bringing to you every week some great interviews with our members. You know, here at PR Say, the objective is to connect with one another. So if you don't have an opportunity to meet in person or attend some of our in-person events, Checking out the podcast, downloading them, and listening is a great way to connect and really grow the network. So if you are listening on one of our podcast uh, platforms, make sure you hit subscribe. We don't want you to miss any episodes. If you're watching the video on Facebook or our YouTube channel, make sure you drop some comments so my guest and I can come back and connect. So we'll go ahead and get started with this week's guest. We have Isidro Reina from APR, APR from NASA. So excited that you're joining us today. Hey, good morning. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. That's great. So tell us a little bit about um, how you got involved. Obviously, you've been in leadership with the organization for some time. I want our members to find out how they can get connected and really leverage our organization to grow in their brand and their business and in their careers. Sure. So I had just moved to the Houston area uh, back in 2009. Uh, when I joined PRSA. And I knew it was an opportunity for me to connect with people in the Houston area, the news media, and really network uh, to help you know, bolster my professional career. So I joined PRSA Houston and moved up through the ranks. And eventually, I became president of the organization in 2019. That's awesome. And I think that's when I joined as well and was able to connect with you. Um, having come from a different market, I was excited to, to get back into the groove of things and join as a member. So NASA, everyone probably has a million questions for you, but <laughs> you don't think about the, how the communication role um, really plays a part in, in all the components of it. So I was hoping you can share with us a little bit about what's happening in the organization and how your role as a communications expert really drives some of that messaging. Sure. So most people don't know that it's actually federal law for us to communicate our message to the public. So uh, that's really where we um, have our messaging come from, because we want to make sure that we're being transparent and open with all that we're doing, whether it be scientific or technological. Uh, but right now we have so much happening in human space exploration, especially at the Johnson Space Center. Uh, our goal right now is to put the first woman and first person of color on the moon. And we're going to have our Artemis, Artemis missions happening very, very soon. Uh, so for those of you who don't know, um, Artemis is actually the twin sister of Apollo. Um, and that's where that name comes from. So we're excited about that program. And we have so much that's happening right now in human space exploration, especially at the Johnson Space Center, which is home to Mission Control, the Astronaut Corps, the International Space Station, Gateway, and Orion programs. That is so exciting. So what are one of the things that you get to do that just tops the charts in your role? Um, obviously, you get to attend events. If you, if anyone follows you on social media, they get to see that you're reporting on it. But I know there's a lot more that you do. So kind of share with us some of the highlights of your role. Sure. So I have a very unique role at Johnson Space Center. So I have the opportunity 
to manage executive communications for the center. And most recently, I was the spokesman or public affairs officer for the Gateway program. So with executive communications, I work very closely with our director, uh, Vanessa Weich, who happens to be the first African-American uh, female to lead a NASA center and the first African-American to lead NASA's Johnson Space Center. So you can imagine it's incredibly busy with Vanessa. She's a transformational and dynamic leader. And I get to help with media relations, community relations, uh, internal communications, and help shape messaging for her and for the Space Center. And with the Gateway program, uh, I was the spokesperson for that particular spacecraft. So that's the spacecraft that we are actively building right now that will be around the moon where our astronauts are going to live and work uh, before they head to the lunar surface. So there's so much going on. It's very comprehensive in terms of our communications work that we do. And I have an opportunity to lead that executive communications function here in Houston. That's so exciting. Now, tell me a little bit about your team, because obviously you're, um, it, it's a huge responsibility, and I'm sure you need to tap into some other expertise as well. Describe kind of how that works, because some of us in the corporate space have a, a model that we use, or some of us in the government space use a different or the nonprofit space. So I'd love to hear how it's built out for you. Sure. So we have a pretty uh, dynamic team, which is a mix of contractors and civil servant employees. And so we are broken up into a few branches that fall under the external relations office at Johnson Space Center. And so we have our public affairs office, we have our public engagement office, we also have our office of STEM engagement, and of course, legislative and intergovernmental affairs. So I happen to be a part of two of those offices just by nature of what I do, which is public affairs, which handles a lot of the media relations work that you see coming out of the Johnson Space Center. And of course, public engagement, which houses community relations, internal communications, and all of the outreach that we do. Um, our STEM engagement office is focused primarily on connecting with university, uh, elementary, high school students to make sure that we are connecting our missions to universities, of course, elementary school students from all levels, just to make sure that we're connecting and having internship opportunities as well for them. So there's so much happening. We have a really awesome team that comes together to put all of these unique missions together and tell that story to the American public. That's so exciting. And I know some of our um, student members or PRSSA members are interested. You said internship, and I'm sure some of them got some interest peaked. Tell us about how that works, um, because I know that our young professionals are looking to get some hands-on experience. Sure. So we have some of the most amazing internship opportunities, and we've been continuing with our internship program despite COVID-19. So everything is virtual right now. Um, in this environment. So if you are interested in internship with NASA, you would go to intern.nasa.gov. I'm going to repeat that, intern.nasa.gov. And we have opportunities, which is the Pathways Program. If you're interested in continuing to pursue a career at the federal government, this is the pathway that you would want to choose. We also have STEM engagement opportunities. But I will tell you, if you are a public relations student who is interested in working at NASA, make sure that you apply uh, for these internship opportunities. They're very competitive. Uh, they're one of the most coveted internships in the nation. Uh, but you get to be involved in some of the coolest work uh, that's happening right now on Earth. And of course, in low Earth orbit, because we're working with astronauts. We're working with all of our technical officials. Sorry, I have my little kitty right here. Oh, you're good. <laughs> He's on my lap as I as I do this podcast. Um, but it's an opportunity right now. I have an intern. Uh, his name is Cameron. He's from Iowa State. 
and he's shadowing me as um, he takes on his semester and he's having an opportunity to work and write a lot of stories and, and learn about all the different missions that we have going on in Houston. PR Say is brought to you by Veronica V. Soper Public Relations. We design and execute personal visibility strategies for businesses, organizations, authors, and entrepreneurs who are ready to up-level their brands and leverage earned media to legitimize their place in the niche. Visit us at veronicavsofer.com or connect on LinkedIn. Oh, that is, that's phenomenal. And I know students really uh, would love an opportunity. Um, and I'll tell them how they can connect with you in just a second. But share with us any bits of um, knowledge or suggestions, advice, tips that you would give um, young professionals coming in. Because we've also had a cohort of right. students that graduated during COVID. And so they didn't get an opportunity to participate in our in-person events um, as we didn't have them. So what advice would you give? So for the application process, I always say apply early. Mm. That is probably key because you need to make sure that you're answering all of the different questions that are involved with the application. And it's, and it's pretty extensive. Uh, but in terms of actual tips and, and skills that could be used, first of all, I always say to make sure that you're perfecting your writing skills. Yeah. That is so important whenever you're going to take on a public relations job, whether it be entry level or senior level. So I tell them, perfect your writing skills. If you have some sort of a writing lab on campus, make sure that you are connecting with those folks and really strengthening those skills. I also say network. What, yes, we're in this COVID-19 environment still, uh, but we have opportunities for you to connect online with professionals. We have LinkedIn. I know PRSA Houston has had um, virtual events throughout the entire pandemic. So make sure that you're taking an active role in, in networking with individuals so that you can uh, really see uh, who's out there and how they can help you. And then number three, I always say to intern, uh, you can find out what you want to do. You can find out what you don't want to do. I tell interns, sometimes you can mess up in, the, in those internship roles, but not too much. <laughs> uh, but you want to make sure that you're interning. Uh, you'll see what the nonprofit world's like, the government world's like, the corporate world, and you'll have an opportunity to really jump in and focus on what, what interests you. So I would wrap that up with, you know, the writing skills, the networking yeah. skills, and also just making sure that you're interning. I think that's so crucial uh, when you're entering the public relations uh, workforce. Yeah. Oh, I would, I would agree with all of those. That, that's great advice. Um, so how do you uh, want folks to connect with you? Are you, <clears throat> I know you've got a lot of different social assets, but where can folks really connect with you, especially PRSA members? Sure. So follow me on LinkedIn. So LinkedIn, I post so many different updates related to PRSA, related to NASA, related to the accredited and public relations credential. And I did want to, you know, give a shout out for that. If you're not familiar with the APR, uh, April's coming up and it's going to be APR month. Uh, that is the professional credential for public relations for, for public relations professionals. I happen to serve on the Universal Accreditation Board um, as the committee chair for communications. And I think it's just so important for professionals who are interested in that credential uh, to look into it and to start that journey. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Isidro, you've been fantastic. I love the great advice. I know um, our members are going to enjoy connecting with you on LinkedIn. And do you have any parting remarks? Well, make sure that you're taking a part of all the PRSA Houston activities. In 2019, I had the opportunity to be the president of the organization, and we had such a fantastic 
and phenomenal year. And I did want to give a shout out to Jessica Anderson, who was president in 2020, and Megan Coglin, who was president uh, in 2021. They kept the organization going despite such trying times for the entire nation and the world. Um, and I think our members owe them some thanks because it was it was difficult, but they kept it going and allowed us to continue to communicate during these times. So those are my parting remarks. <laughs> yeah, those are fantastic parting remarks and kudos um, for their leadership, definitely. Well, thank you so much. And I look forward to connecting with you in person. Awesome. Likewise. All right, guys, that's this episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Very exciting to hear what's happening over at NASA, but even more exciting to hear how you can connect with PRSA Houston Chapter. Get involved, really spread spread your wings with your network so we can connect and grow our profession. It's so important. And please be sure to ch check out the information on APR because APR Month is coming up and we want to make sure that folks have an opportunity to earn that accreditation. So if you are listening on our podcast, make sure you hit subscribe. We don't want you to miss any episode. And if you're watching our video on one of the social media platforms, drop us some comments so Isidro and I can go back and connect. We will see you next time.